Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrell. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host. And let me tell you how special and unique today's guest is for me. As you may know, if you have followed my blog or spent any time on my website or know anything about my background, I left emergency medicine and got into preventative medicine well over a decade ago and spent 10 years every year getting certified in some sort of different modality. My background is heavily in uh, as a biofeedback therapist, but then there's certainly uh, you know homeopathy, Chinese medicine, uh, yoga, uh, guided meditation, the list goes on. So I am very, very insanely over the top particular about who comes on this show because truth be told, there's not many people that I am completely aligned with and what they stand for, what they believe in, or what they're out promoting. So when Dr. Kathy Groover crossed my, uh, my path and I did my homework and looking at what her tips are for health and the books that she has out and what she's doing, every single thing I read, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Here is somebody that I am ridiculously aligned with and have been really looking forward to this conversation. So like I said, I don't take health and wellness and prevention lightly. I take this very seriously because I do believe that everything that's out there can be prevented with the right education and the right tools and really knowing um, how to be on a right path and that you don't just take your your health and your life uh, for granted or willy-nilly. So like I said, I'm super fired up. She also lives in Santa Barbara, which is where I lived for a period of time, and so I love that area as well. So like I said, I'm just thrilled to have her here. So Kathy, I know that I didn't give too much of a detail, so would you mind giving everybody a little bit of a background as to what you are doing in Santa Barbara, what you're up to, these books that you have, and uh, a little more detail before we do a deep dive into uh, the world of true wellness. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. What an introduction. My goodness. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, thank you. No, um, yeah, I started out as a massage therapist. I've been doing massage for about 25 years. And through doing massage, I realized that my clients were really relying on me to be a health practitioner. And I felt that in order to truly serve them, I needed to know more. Uh, so I started reading a lot of books and I ended up getting my master's and PhD and I started doing some writing. My first book came out in 2009, which was The Alternative Medicine Cabinet, which has been turned into a TV show. And uh, I've written four books since then, uh, two on stress, one on actually marketing your medical practice, your alternative medic medical practice. And and then my most recent one, Journey of Healing, is about my path and how I've gotten to where I am and what I do and the different techniques that I've used. And you mentioned a lot of them in the introduction. Um, to me, I'm just, I'm an explorer and I'm sort of a health detective. So I want to find what works for me, what works for the individual. I want to give people choices. And I've lectured around the world teaching people about health and wellness and stress reduction. And, and I'm so happy to be here because it sounds like we're going to have a blast. <laughs> well, it's going to be tough to keep this contained in 30 minutes. So I'm going to watch the clock because there's a lot of things that I want to bring out. But I want to back up to a, a, a little bit more on what you just said. So TV show, talk to me about that. 
Yeah, after I wrote my first book, I had the privilege of being on uh, the morning show on Lifetime Television, and I was talking about my book. And an old actor, I used to be an actor, uh, so we have to, I have to preface the story with that. Um, an old actor friend of mine messaged me on Facebook, and he said, hey, your clip was great. You know what you should do? You should actually be on a, you should make your own show called The Alternative Medicine Cabinet, and you should host it. And I wrote back to him, and I said, what do you think I'm going for? Uh, because I always wanted to do that. I thought I was going to be the wacky neighbor on some sitcom, but you know, I wanted to be on TV. Um, and so after pitching the show to some old production friends of mine and hearing 60 reasons why I could never have my own TV show, a little discouraging. Um, I don't believe in random, but randomly an old friend contacted me and said, don't you have a TV show idea? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, I'd like to pitch that to a network. I went, okay. And he did, and they did, and we all did. And we're actually in post-production, and we should be airing the end of this year, the beginning of next. That is so exciting. That is so exciting. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's very rare for me to find somebody who I think really has it all together in all aspects of what I consider to be true health and wellness. So I'm so elated to hear that this is out here and I will promote the heck out of it because okay. <laughs> I, I mean, really, like I said, there's a lot of people and it's very difficult, right? With the internet on what you yeah. can believe and what's true. You, you read one thing and then you can pick an article that will say the exact opposite about, you know, the very same thing like calcium. I mean, there's a lot of things, every single point that you make here is so spot on. So I'm, I'm just already, you know, going to be president of your fan club. So it's, fantastic. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I love you know, it. And it's exciting for me because, you know, it is, it is hard to tell what do you believe. Yep. Uh, you know, is this pharmaceutical safe or not? Do I need this? Do I need to talk to my doctor? Like they say at the end of every commercial. Um, you know, I'm glad we have some pharmaceuticals. I really am. I'm glad I can take my thyroid every day. I'm glad my dad can inject his insulin. But I agree with you. Had we dealt with some of these problems 10 years ago, maybe we wouldn't need some of those things. Um, I think they're handed out, as you said in the intro, willy-nilly like candy. Um, and people now are expecting to get that pharmaceutical. They're expecting to get that procedure. And it is so hard because, you know, you get on the computer and you can find something to support every single point of view. And how do you figure out what's true, whether it's cholesterol or supplements or, you know, where do we go for that? And I really try to do a lot of reading and distill it down. And I try not to just go blah and say things without really researching it. Right. Um, because to me, you know, people look to me as an expert in these things, and I want to know both sides of the issue. Um, I'm very anti-GMO, but I have studied the pro-GMO side because I have to intelligently be able to talk about that. You know, so I, I really try to be well-rounded. I'm sure I've failed at, at times, but it is something I definitely strive for. Right. And like I said, you know, we both come at this the same way. Education to me is everything. So whenever I am giving advice as well, it's, hey, but here's my point of view. You, however, have to come to your own conclusion through your own study and research. Through education, I, I think, is where all of this is going to turn around. It certainly is not going to come from popping another pill. Right. Absolutely. And people taking charge and really exploring their options. And, and that's one of the things I really like to offer to people's options. And, you know, we're sold this bill of goods that, you know, you go to your Western medicine practitioner. Again, I'm glad we have them. And this is your choice. And I say to people, well, what about acupuncture or visualization? Or, you know, even if that's not going to 100% fix the problem, if acupuncture helps 10% of the symptoms, or it does help the whole thing go away, or, you know, I, I really want to see this combination of things. That's why it's integrative medicine. It's complementary medicine. Um, and I, I want to see us not being so 
militant of this is the only one way because there is no one way for anything. That's right. And don't you find it comical that this is considered alternative medicine considering this has been around for thousands of years? Right. This and all of a sudden, tr- this is the alternative? Really? Right, exactly. It, well, it's the alternative to what we're being thrown now. <laughs> right. um, you right. know, and, I want to see like right. alternative car repair where right. you like meditate on the like <laughs> transmission see if that works. Yeah, right. it's probably not coming. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Like I said, I'm being mindful of the time because we could go for, we could go for hours if not days. <laughs> Talk to me here about your latest book, Journey of Healing. I, I do believe that the people that are the most authentic and vulnerable and real have gone through their own journey and are willing to share it with others so that maybe somebody else can struggle a little bit less or can hear a different perspective or maybe think about their own life in a different way through somebody else's story. So tell me about this book. Yeah, that's really why I wrote this. Um, I do a lot of public speaking and I share a lot of personal stories and a lot of client examples. And I, I, I realize that people love hearing that. They want to hear what it was like for me to lose my mom at 18 how she struggled with cancer, how my dad was such an amazing caregiver. They want to hear how I got cross country. They want to hear about me getting stranded in England. They want to hear about flying trapeze. Yes, I do flying trapeze. Um, you know, so I realized it was time to put those stories into this book. And it's sort of half textbook, half biography. Um, so I go through all the modalities that I found and I do it in order. So you are really discovering the things that unfolded in front of me as they unfolded in front of me. As I followed those breadcrumbs, I tell that story. Um, and I've had so many comments about people saying, you know, oh my God, I was struggling with that same thing. And thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, whether it was the bullying or body image issues, I went through all of that and I was happy to share it just like you said, in hopes that somebody else reads that and and maybe they don't have to deal with the body image stuff or they can deal with it in a different way or the bullying or um, really going for it. That's the theme of the entire book is just going for it because we have to take the, the bull by the horns and do what we want to do. We have very limited time on this planet and no matter what you believe happens after we're gone, this moment is not going to be reproduced. So let's live it. Let's enjoy it. Let's live it to its fullest. Um, and that's what the book's about. It, it talks about different modalities and how I found them, how to use them, and why I use them. So, Kathy, tell me this. So, you have your hands in a lot of things and are doing a lot of great things. I mean, I look at your uh, I, uh, calendar coming up of the different places you're speaking and the different topics that you speak to, which we're going to get into uh, here in a minute. But when you think about your legacy... And if you were to be remembered uh, by one thing, uh, one overall contribution, what is that for you? Inspiring people. Uh, Because whether it's, (laughs) and I got to go back to the trapeze, whether it's getting on the trapeze or driving cross country or, you know, people look at what I do and they say, you make me want to get off the couch. Because I do so many different things. Because to me, that just, that zings me, that fuels me. Um, Whether it's different modalities or different activities, it makes people want to go do stuff. And to me, I, I, can, I can think of nothing better to leave behind other than inspiring people to, to make a change, to make a move, to try something new, whether it's a different restaurant or a different food or a different modality or a different route to work, as simple as it could be. I want to encourage people to live a better life, to live a fuller life, to live a different life. Well, like I said, we, I don't know how we could be more aligned. So it's <laughs> really, it's fantastic. Now, right before we jumped on and I hit the record button, I said that I was going to ask you one single best piece of advice. I've now switched that up. So get ready. Okay. 
because you categorically talk about things that, like I said, are insanely important to me as well, and we are so aligned, I want you to walk through, I'm going to walk through each one of the topics that you speak to. And if you could just give your overall, hey, if you're only going to think about this topic in one way, here's something to consider. And when you're considering that, here's my best piece of advice as it relates to this topic. Are you ready? Yep. Let's start with stress. So somebody is, and, and I'm going to be specific about stress because I think people hear the word stress and they just think about chaos, chaos, burning the you know candle at both ends, like that kind of stress. When I think you and I know that there's nutritional stress, there's toxicity stress, right? There is emotional stress, but stress comes in all kinds of formats. Right now, I, I only want to talk about when you're looking at stress as it relates to leading a life that you don't love. Uh -huh. that is not authentically you. That carries its own particular weight of stress, right? A relationship you don't like, a job that yep. you hate, all of that. Talk to me about your experience of that type of stress and the impact on your uh, physiology and your overall health. It, huge impact. Uh, anytime we're in a situation that we're not aligned with, um, it's kind of like a, a tilt on a pinball machine. The ball is just never going to go down that the little slot to make that light up. You're not living your purpose. You're not living an authentic life. And you only have three choices in this, whether it's a job or a relationship or a situation, you have three choices. Change the situation, leave the situation, or change yourself your attitude about it, how you think about it. And it's not easy or even possible in many cases to walk into your boss's office and say, you're not aligning with my purpose. I'm going to quit. You, we can't. We have to pay the rent. We have to keep that job. You know. Um, so in which case, can you change the situation? Can you talk to the coworker that's the pain in the butt? Can you talk to the boss and say, you know, I, I, I'm not happy in this position. Can I change to another one? Whatever the situation is. Or can you change you? Can you know that this is a temporary situation, that you have to be there right now, and can you change your attitude about it? Can you say, I love the view from my window at work, or I like this certain coworker, or I like the paycheck, or I like the health insurance, or you know, what, I like my, my chair is cozy. Make it as, as simple as you need to, but there's only so many options. Right. And those are the three. So you have to decide to make a change. And if it's a relationship, there are sometimes, you know, I, I have clients and friends who have been in relationships where I think, oh my God, how are you still there? But for some reason, for their own growth, to work through their own fear because of their own finances, because they have a kid, whatever the situation is, they can't go yet. Know that you can at some point. You have the ability, you have people to support you, there are resources to support you to make a different change. And, and here's what I love about what you're saying, and it's, it's my response to people who are complainers, yeah. is if you're complaining, a complaint is, here's something that I don't like. Okay, so to your point, you either change it, and if you're not willing to, either you're not willing to or you can't, for whatever that reason is, then you better find something to embrace within it, because yep. that complaining and negativity will be what does you in. Absolutely. And who wants to hear that over and over and over and over? If you keep complaining about your boss and you yep. don't make a change... Yeah, I actually have a, a client who just said, I can't hear this woman talk about her boss anymore. I told her to, I finally said, shut up <laughs> right? <laughs> because she couldn't hear it anymore. You know, I am willing to help anybody move through a situation, but there's been several circumstances where I've said, okay, you know, 
I actually can't hear about that anymore because I'm starting to resent you because you're complaining about how horrible your husband is and you keep saying you're leaving, but you keep coming back. So when you're ready to go, I will sit there and hold your hand. But until then, I can't hear it anymore because I'm getting emotionally stressed about your marriage. Right. And that's not fair to me. That's not fair to you. So you let me know when you're ready and I'll be right there for you. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people that, uh, see psychiatrists I'm not poo-pooing that as a, as, as something to do if that's what you feel you need. But I think there are people that pay a hundred dollars an hour per week because their friends have had it and they've now got to pay somebody to listen to them complain every week about their life. But either which way I, I have a, of the things that I have about zero tolerance for, uh, never ending complaining is a top of my list. So yep. I'm with you. We're in agreement there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. If you were to give somebody a single best piece of advice and they feel under stress and they're, they can't or they're unwilling, whatever it is about change, and you're saying, okay, so on this embrace topic and the impact on your health, if you were to give somebody one piece of advice in a better way to deal with their current stress, what would that be? I have to go to my go-to stress reduction technique, which is the mini meditation. Um, everyone talks about, you know, how great meditation is. And if I had one more person say over the course of my lifetime, you should meditate. Please don't say should because you've lost me right there. And why should I meditate? And how do you meditate? And, you know, people make these blanket statements and don't ever explain to us why we should be doing that. Mm -hmm. um, I've stopped doing that because that's then not a conversation. That's a command, which we don't respond well to as humans. Uh, but the mini meditation is so simple. You simply concentrate on your breath, inhale, exhale. And on the inhale, you think I am. And on the exhale, you think at peace. And you just keep repeating that over and over again. And it brings you back into the present moment. It makes you mindful of what's happening. It stops that fight or flight response, helps our cognitive function, our memory, our digestion, our sexual response, everything. Um, and so for people like myself, little type A, who say, I can't meditate, that is the perfect way to begin. And it's simple and you can do it anywhere, anytime, anybody can do it. And that has now acted as sort of the gateway drug for me so that I can sit on the pillow and formally meditate for a long time. But I started with that mini um, because that was the only way I could do it. And That's this is offered as a download on your website, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, perfect. We're going to get to that uh, towards the end. So if folks just uh, log that in your head that this is uh, an offering that she has and one that I encourage you to check out for sure. All right, my dear, next topic, body work. Uh -huh. Talk to me about why you find uh, this important and again, if somebody, you know, that's just not their background, right? They're Western medicine, they, they go and take a pill, whatever it is. And whether it's massage or acupuncture, you know, uh, reflexology, any of this, uh -huh. what would you say to somebody who's never really thought about it or considered it? Maybe they've heard about it, but haven't tried it themselves. So what is a little bit of a high level education? And then again, that best piece of advice as it relates to complementary medicine that you would give around this topic? Yeah, the, the great benefit in this moment in time in this country right now is massage and body work is considered so mainstream. So it was really one of the first alternative therapies that did the crossover and it's now completely socially acceptable. Um, 15 or 20 years ago, it was pretty rare that people were getting regular massage. They would do it maybe if they were hurt or if they were at a spa vacation. Now, like everybody's getting them, which is fabulous. Um, it helps with circulation. It helps with balance. It helps with muscle pain and tension and injury and surgery. Um, it can do so many phenomenal things for you. Here's my best piece of advice on that 
However, there are these shopping center massage places that are popping up and they're discount. That's great. I want things to be affordable. However, you can get hurt from someone that doesn't know what they're doing. So if you want to get regular massage, especially if you have an injury, if you're dealing with an ailment or an illness or some sort of issue like that, please, please, please go to a therapist that knows what they're doing. Don't just pop into a place that's 30 bucks and hope you get a therapist that knows what they're doing. Some there are very skilled. Some aren't. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> so if you want to do this, do your research, figure out someone that can help you and be very open with a therapist. Tell them if you have injuries, tell them if you're having pain, if the pressure's too much, please say something because I've worked expert witness court cases and I know a there's so many circumstances where people get hurt, not to scare you from getting massage, but do it right. If you're going to do it, spend the money, get a qualified practitioner, and also be very aware of, there's still a lot of sex massage places. Um, if they've got a neon sign blinking and no one speaks English, they're probably doing things you don't want. <laughs> so steer, steer, or you might, but please don't tell me about it. Um, steer, steer away from those because those are, those are very, very frequently popping up all over the place again. Uh, okay. I think that's probably enough said on that topic then. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> and uh, again, like I said, out of all of these modalities, do your homework. There are people that probably is in your circle of friends that, that have a qualified person that they see. Um, that's probably better than just finding someone on the internet or even on Yelp reviews. Talk to people, find somebody personally that has got a great recommendation. Absolutely. Or, you know, and I, I do think we need a team. Uh, you know, I have two chiropractors, I have two massage therapists, I have three acupuncturists. I have, you know, we need to have a team of people. You don't have your computer guy fix your car. That's right. You have different practitioners for that. So, so get your team put together, have a lot of different people who can help you. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 Well said. Um, as a biofeedback therapist, that was the reason that I did so much research and study in these different modalities is getting a better understanding of your own body and what you need and when. Yep, right? Sometimes it's acupuncture, sometimes it's chiropractic, sometimes it's massage therapy. So yes, well said. Uh, do your homework. I can't wait to give out your website so people can uh, learn more. Okay, let's talk about nutrition. This could be a 12-hour podcast totally. in and of itself. So I'm going to just hone in on, on one specific thing that I think is certainly becoming you know, more and more understood the value of whole foods and getting away from cans and processed foods and you know, things you're gonna throw in a microwave and, and consider that a healthy way of living. So again, if you're talking to somebody who is very busy, they've got kids to get out the door and they're rushing around themselves, as it relates to your kids' health and your health, when it, when it comes to packing lunches or being in a hurry or on the go and truly looking at the core that you're feeding your body and soul, whatever that is, good or bad, again, single best piece of advice and things that people should consider that are in a hurry, that are on a go, that think that the only thing they can do is a drive through McDonald's. Yeah. It, there's three words, and you already said it. Eat real food. Um, we have to do the best we can to get real whole food in our body. Organic, better, great. Um, we have these things now called a crock pot. I'm loving the crock pot. You throw crap in there, not crap, you throw good food in there. Well, you throw good food in there in the morning. 
and yep. then you come home from work and there's magically dinner. And it actually works like that. Um, it takes a little bit of planning, but there are so many, I mean, there's countless recipes on the internet so that you can come home and have food for your family. And I, I don't have kids, it's just my husband and I. So whatever I put in the crock pot, we have a couple days of leftovers that you can make into lunch or even breakfast. I, I'm not opposed to non-breakfast food for breakfast. I don't know how we got it in our head that there's only four things you're allowed to eat for breakfast. You can have last night's dinner for breakfast. I give you permission. It's okay. Um, but the main thing for me with nutrition is there has to be a place of balance. And I've heard so many people say, I'm 100%, blah, blah, blah. Okay, one, I don't think anybody can be 100% anything. Um, I think we have to be a little bit easier on ourselves. And I go with the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, do the best you can. Eat whole food. Eat real good food. 20% of the time, Maybe you have to hit the drive-thru. Maybe you want the cookie before so someone's birthday. Maybe it's donut day and you really want one. Have one. <laughs> because if you're trying to do 100%, you're then going to have 30 instead of just giving yourself that one donut. So I think it's a place of balance. It takes a little planning. I have a dozen hard-boiled eggs in the fridge at all times. That's my snack. That's my breakfast. That's um, you. Know, it takes a little bit of planning, but once you get into the mode, you can have that stuff prepared for your family and ready to go so that they can eat real food and not have to do packaged and processed junk. Okay. So once again, I didn't see that coming, but let me tell you yet another reason why I love you. So when I go out with people and inevitably there's someone in the crowd who looks at a menu and says, oh, there's just nothing here I can eat, right? I'm a, a vegan and everything has got to be organic and every, uh, you know, it's got to be, has come within a five mile radius of this restaurant. The list goes on of all the requirements. And it's so hard for me to not lunge over the table and choke the life out of them, <laughs> right? And saying, if you truly can't survive a meal off of something on this menu, and understand I'm a vegetarian, so I, I know what this is to have a s preference of what you will and won't eat. But if you can't find something on an entire menu yep. that you can eat, you, You've got way bigger issues than just this. And I, I, I come with the same philosophy, 80-20. The majority of the time, do what's right. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be so controlling and that nuts about things, I think that brings its own stress into your life that, to me, is just not even... You've, you've, you're so counterproductive in what you're doing to your body as it relates to stress than what you think you're doing with nutrition. Well, it's an eating disorder at that point. It's it's Yeah, it's crazy, which is why I think I'm doing the world a favor by just wanting to choke the life out of them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to hang out. Trust me, as somebody who's a stress reduction therapist by trade name, I, that's about as far from me as you're going to get. I create a lot of stress in people's lives for a reason. Okay, uh, last but not least, women's health. Mm. So let's just specifically talk to women. If you're to give a best piece of advice, and, and I want you to give two pieces of advice, actually. I want you to hit a group of, here's what you should know if you're between 20 and 40, pay attention to this. Then I want you to give 40 and above. Okay. Ladies, pay attention to that. What is that? Okay. Across the board, I'll give you the broad one first. Take magnesium. Magnesium is my favorite mineral. It helps headaches, constipation, PMS, menstrual cramps, muscle cramps, sleep, mood, anybody I missed. Um, take magnesium. Love it, love it, love it. Favorite, favorite, favorite. 20 to 40, please cut out the soda. I know you probably didn't see that one coming either. Um, soda is really bad for our bones. It leaches calcium out of our bodies and we need that. So if you're a teen up into 40 and you're worried about osteoporosis and you're going to be approaching menopause at some point soon, um, you want to make sure you're not leaching calcium out of your body. Um, exercise is key, not only for our weight, but also for our hormones, for our mood, for things like PMS. So those are my 20 to 40 
choices. For 40 and up, um, <laughs> that's an interesting one because there's such a transition there. And there are so many women who start to have sexual dysfunction at that point. Um, it might not be you in sexual dysfunction. Maybe you're in a relationship you don't like. And I hate to say that, um, but I've talked to so many women who hit that premenopausal thing and they ha completely have lost interest and they blame it on hormones. And I have to wonder if it's not reigniting that relationship. You know, you've probably been with the person now 15, 20, 30 years. How do you keep that fresh? How do you keep that new? So I'm looking at it more actually from the um, emotional, spiritual perspective of, are you still in that same rut with that person that you've woken up with every day for the last 40 years? What can you do to keep that interesting, to keep that spark, to keep that new? Maybe you need a vacation. Maybe you need to put on a wig. Maybe you need to have dinner at a different restaurant. You know, there's ways to handle what we're deeming hormonal issues from a spiritual, emotional perspective. So I didn't expect to give that answer, but that's what came out. So I, I, it's, I think it's uh, absolutely brilliant. And I know for a fact that there are people listening right now who are, are having a hard time hearing that because they know that there's uh, a truth in that for them. So I appreciate that immensely. All right. As we're wrapping this up now, for everybody out there that just heard me say uh, about your mini meditation that's offered on your website and to check out your calendar of where you're speaking, certainly if you're anywhere in Southern California, you've got to go find where she's speaking someplace. Where is it that they can find more about you, your books, where you're speaking, all of this? Where is that? Yeah, the best place is my website, which is thealternativemedicinecabinet.com. Um, I've got to update my calendar now that you said that, uh, because I'm going so many places. By the time I update it, it's time to update it again. Uh, but yeah, all my books are there. There's a link to the mini meditation. You can sign up for my newsletter. And if you do, you get a super secret video health tip. Don't tell anybody. Uh, there's a lot of free resources and a lot of links to past media. And I'll put this show up there as well. And it's just, I, I just, I filled it with so much free info because again, I want to share what I know. That's the point points to me of, of learning stuff and helping people. So please, if you need anything, contact me. Um, the books are there and I've got a couple videos and, and a massage DVD. It's a, it's a bevy of useful, of useful information. So, um, yeah, check me, check it out. I, I'm going to second that motion. You, you really have to, like I said, if you look back over the 70 some odd shows I've done, you're going to see that I don't have, um, I think I've had one other person in this realm ever on this show. And it's for this reason. So when I find someone that I truly am aligned with and back everything that they're doing, I, I couldn't be a bigger champion. So this will be in show notes. So you'll have all the links to everything that Kathy just said as well. So jump on that as soon as you get a chance. So that said, final two questions, my dear. Out of all of the advice you just gave, which is incredibly valuable and important for everybody, but now I'm going to narrow you down to one. So out of everything that you have studied and researched, and you only get to have one piece of advice to anybody who's listening, what would that be? Go for it. It goes back to my, my mantra in high school. Go for it do it, make a change, try something different, get out of your comfort zone, because it's through doing that that we live a fuller life and we get to experience things and go for it, whether it's a different health modality or a different doctor, you have choices to make. Um, you have the power to make those choices. So go for it. Excellent. And last and final question, out of your entire journey, everything that you've been through thus far in life, what is the one thing you absolutely believe to be true? Hmm. That if we would just love more, most of our problems would go away. Love ourselves more, 
So that gives us the respect to um, take better care of ourselves, love other people. Um, no matter what religion or spirituality you look at, it's all, it comes down to one thing, love people, don't be a jerk. <laughs> don't be a jerk to yourself or other people. So I think it really, it sounds so bumper sticker, but it comes down to love more. Well, like I said, uh, it's it's uncanny how aligned we are. I, I just adore you and the work that you're doing. So I will be uh, truly, like I said, I'm signing myself up as your prisoner of your fan club. You're so <laughs> so thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom and your passion and your energy with my entire audience. And I know that our paths are going to cross again. So like I said, truly, thank you so very much. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.